Diana Montoya has worked and volunteered for the rights of children, women, and education for the past 40 years. She is the committee chair of Las Mujeres, where she has been a member since 1982, and is the current chair of the Avenida Dolores Huerta Initiative. Angie Gonzalez Carver is president and co-founder of Las Mujeres. She enjoys working on many issues and believes that every child deserves the best public education in order to productively give back to society. Now, Kyle Gonzalez speaks with Diana Montoya and Angie Gonzalez. This is Kyle Gonzalez with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Angie Carver, the co-founder of Las Mujeres and Diana Montoya, the committee chair of Las Mujeres, an organization that works on women's and children's issues in the community. Diana, Angie, welcome back to Generation Justice. Thank you. So please share a bit about yourselves. I'm Angie, and I, I've uh, worked on social issues and um, co-founded Las Mujeres because it was important to have women's issues out in the forefront. I'm an educator. Um, I call myself an instigator sometimes, and um, I, I'm I'm for education and, um, again, for the women's, any women's issues that, that um, we can uh, work on. And you, Diana, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a retired um, education specialist. I retired here from the University of New Mexico, where I worked for over 20 years. Uh, I, too, have always been an advocate for women's issues. Uh, we have worked on many, many issues that affect women, her children, education, social justice issues, issues of, uh, of media exposure, uh, job opportunities, those kinds of things have always been important to me. So being able to have a, uh, a vehicle like Las Mujeres has been very important to me. I also have been a member of Las Mujeres for over 38 years at the beginning of its, uh, uh, when it started. And could you both tell me just a little bit about Las Mujeres and the work that you do for the community? Lots of my head has been has worked on um, lots of issues uh, and also helping helping women um, become better women. I guess I, you know, um, like helping them with education. We've given out three hundred thousand dollars scholarships. We um, have fought for women that have been jailed um, unjustly. We've held conferences. Um, making having women um feel better about themselves that's amazing yeah. i love that yeah. and i know that your current initiative right now is um working to change the name of bridge boulevard to avenida dolores huerta could you tell me a little bit about the history of that initiative and just how that's going as angela said and as i had said earlier that las mujeres has always worked on behalf of women and one of the things that we have done is we've always recognized women who have made significant differences in our community. And uh, this particular uh, initiative is to honor and recognize someone who really didn't get the kind of recognition that we felt that she deserved. Um, she's known all over the United States. She's known in the world. And so when we talked about Dolores Huerta and what she has done, not only for, for uh, social justice issues and individual rights, we felt like this is someone who really needs to be recognized. She worked, she was a co-founder of the United Farm Workers. She worked alongside of Cesar Chavez. And uh, we felt like, you know, uh, as she says, and I am quoting Dolores, that uh, 
you know, uh, his story has always been told. Hers has not. That's been the history of the, of our our nation and our world, really. And so we felt like we, her story needed to be uh, told. And people need to know who she is. And uh, even though she's well-known, you know, all over the nation, a lot of people in New Mexico didn't know who she was. And she rightly deserves a street that bears her name, which is Avenida Dolores Huerta, which will connect with Avenida Cesar Chavez. And that will make it the first in the nation that connects the two civil rights leader who works side by side via Connected Avenue. So that has given us, uh, it's been a labor of love for us uh, because we feel like it's, it's a wonderful project and we've gotten that kind of response as well. What would you say is the most important thing about this street's name change? Why is it meaningful for Albuquerque and for New Mexico? Well, because it's historic, for one. It hasn't happened anywhere in the United States. From my understanding, I'm starting to hear little bits of, of news here and there that some of the other cities, bigger cities, are looking at doing something similar. It's important because uh, the names matter. And people, our, our kids need to know who she is and how she's made an impact. You know, sometimes they don't feel like one individual can make an impact. And we feel like this is really a good example, a good story to show that when you, when you um, move ahead on your, on your dreams and your thoughts for what we want our world to look like, that when one woman can make a difference, so can others. And I think that's something that I want to uh, pass down to my grandchildren, mm-hmm. that, they, that they are powerful. And she says it all the time, we have the power, si se puede. That's amazing, and I agree. We all do have the power. Um, Angie? Um, Dolores Huerta, she is from New Mexico. She is uh, from Dawson, New Mexico. Um, So I think that's important, and it's important that New Mexicans know that. Um, If you go to any of the schools here, they don't know our New Mexico history. They don't know the important people that live here. So I think that that's one of the most important things that we can do right now is educate Again, that's my thing is educating, and so um, when Dolores, this when when this takes place, it will be something that we can continue to educate our people on. We can educate them about the proud sons and daughters of New exactly, Mexico that we exactly, have to offer, like Dolores exactly. So, what would you say to those individuals, to uh, young people who are listening, who are, are looking to carry on Dolores's legacy of social justice and make a change in the world? I would say, you know what, don't let anything stop you. Get out and and use your voice. Your voice is important. There's a lot of times where everybody says, you can't do this. And don't let anybody ever tell you, you can't. Um, one, of, one of our things is, um, you know, um, oh, you're going to get a lot of resistance for this. And, and even though we keep hearing that, we keep moving forward because it's important. And the resistance means that they see you as a threat. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or or they don't want the change. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it might not be a threat. It just might be that they just, change is hard for people. So. And what would you say to the people who are listening who want to carry on that legacy, Diana? Well, I would just say that uh, in a few months, Dolores Huerta will be 90 years old. And she still is working to promote social justice. She still is marching. She still 
out there, even at her own peril, she's getting arrested. Mm-hmm. You know, she's working <laughs> on climate change, individual rights. Those are the kinds of things that she has never stopped. And it, it gives somebody, or it gives our kids, something to look up to, to, to know that they can make a, a difference, that, they, that if they believe in something and if they go for it, change could happen. And I think Dolores has shown us that, mm-hmm. that you can make a difference because she's made a difference. That's amazing and amazingly mm-hmm. inspirational. Mm-hmm. So how can folks get involved with this initiative and what are the next steps? The next steps right now is um, we have, uh, for over two years, we've been working on this initiative. We have been meeting with people in in that community. Uh, so we've met with coalitions and associations, neighborhood associations. We've met with a lot of, a lot of different people to share this historic event it is really what it is. We went to the county commission, and uh, we were very pleased with the outcome. We had uh, we had several of our community leaders, as well as community neighbors, as well as organizations, speak on behalf of of this initiative at the county commission, and it was passed unanimously. So mm-hmm. now, we will be going to the city council because um, there's a piece that is city. It's this the piece that will connect the two the two streets, Avenida Cesar Chavez and Avenida Dolores Huerta. We will be going to the city council on Monday, February the 3rd at 5 o'clock. And uh, how we ask that you get involved is that you come to the city council meeting and show your support because uh, we feel really good about this, but we don't want to take anything for granted. And we feel it's important that the community come out. So Angie, where can people go to get more information on Las Mujeres and this initiative? They can go to our Facebook page. It's Las Mujeres, Inc. They can email us at lasmujeres.inc at gmail.com. Besides the email address that Angela just gave you, we meet every third Tuesday of the month. We meet at the UNM uh, Family Development Programs We Imagination Center, which is 4010 Copper Northeast. That's in between Morningside and Washington. So for for the most part, with very few exceptions, always, always on the third Tuesday of the month at 5.30. And when is that city council meeting? That city council meeting will be taking place this Monday, February the 3rd. It begins at 5 o'clock. We ask people to come out and show support for this initiative, this historic initiative. Uh, be part of the history is what we like to say. And we think that uh, they're going to be very proud of it at what transpires. Thank you so much, Dinah and Angie, for being here with us and for sharing about this amazing initiative and the legacy of Dolores Huerta and all she offers to us. Thank, Thank you. you. For Generation Justice, I'm Kyle Gonzalez. Thank you, Diana, for working to improve our educational system and for your church to stand for human rights. Thank you, Angie, for your commitment to such important initiatives in our community. Your work is so valued and truly makes a difference. The next song, Brown-Eyed Children of the Sun by Daniel Valdez, was written to tell the story of the children who grew up in the fields picking our vegetables. Up to California From Mexico you come Sacramento Valley to toil. 